Last time, our gang of heroes are surprised when they are welcomed into the fish people's town. Once inside, however, they are trapped by these large stone doors. They find a guy, find a way out of town, and escape. Once outside of town, the gang realizes that they are in the forests surrounding the elk capital. They trample through the swamps and are stopped when they come to face to face with the six. Atlantean guards that are about to open fire. What do you call a cow with no legs? Ground beef. Dungeons and Dragons and daughters. Hi everybody, welcome to another gripping and exciting adventure of Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters. I am Sam, you can call me Mimi, Mimi because my character is Mimi. And this is... Galaxy. I'm Birdie, Galaxy, Wizards, blah blah blah. Sweet. <laughs> and I'm Matt, playing Dave. The drunk. The wonderful drunk. Cleric. Yeah. Our drunk. Everybody's favorite. Everybody's drunk. favorite. Yeah. He's adorable. He's amazing. He's also bad. Uh, really, really powerful. Yeah, and um, terrifyingly good looking. And <laughs> he wets his pants when he's super scared. <laughs> no, he didn't wet his pants. He is we not a pants wetter. Okay. There's Drapi. So I, I just want to, I just want to get into honest. it today. So, um, Boom. yeah, I don't want to. I don't feel like doing a recap. I feel like let's let's just let's just get into it. Let's yeah. do some D and D. Yes. All right. Now. Having said that, I'm going to read a monologue right off the bat. <laughs> so I just, from a storytelling perspective, I like the way that this this plays out. So instead of doing a recap, um, we're just going to jump back into the action. But this is a little bit of a flashback. Okay, here we go. A group of soldiers enter the ruins near the town of Westman under the cover of night. Their armor and weapons don't gleam in the moonlight. In fact, they look like they were painted and designed to blend in with their dark surroundings as much as possible. The soldiers are silent, effortlessly following each other and keeping watch without saying a word. Rehearsed and drilled motions bring the soldiers inside the ruins without a second thought. Each soldier carries a weapon of ancient and forgotten design, and though the weapons are functional, pieces appear to be missing. A metal plate here, a trigger guard there, some even missing their stocks guns. Every now and again, a flash of blue light can be seen from one that shouldn't be there. Twenty of these soldiers enter the ruins and make their way into the metal tunnels. They freeze in the tunnels when they hear a monstrous roar come from up ahead. Weapons come up and iron sights line up in the direction that the roar came from. Grunts, growls, and snarls get louder and come closer. The soldiers' tents and fingers are lined up on their triggers. Loud, thudding footsteps approach from a cross hallway. The soldiers line up with their weapons around the corner, waiting for whatever is quickly approaching them. There's another loud grunt, and a gravelly voice yells out, NOT YET! A large dragonborn stumbles to the ground in front of the soldiers. He is badly hurt, covered in cuts and gashes, with the entire front of his armor soaked in red. With an effort, he slowly pushes himself over to stare up at the soldiers. In his palm, is a glowing blue cube. 
Oh no, says one of the soldiers. The, dragon the dragonborn falls limp on the ground. The soldiers stare at the dragonborn for a moment, but then their attention is drawn back up, down the hallway again. Not because of a sound or emotion. It was a feeling. Something dark, cold. Something that was not supposed to be here. Not supposed to be anywhere. Not supposed to be in this world, the world of the living. Instinctively, they open fire on the dark creature that stands before them. Two of the soldiers grab the dragonborn and drag him back. Blue flashes of light spring from the barrels of their weapons and the hallway reverberates with the explosions, and explosions of deafening gunfire. The creature smiles, showing fangs, as most of the people in that hallway now realize they are not leaving there alive. It's Jed! <laughs> it's, it's Jed, yes! Jed it's Jed. died. He's dying. So now... I mean, he's hurt. We are in the swamp. And we are face to face with six soldiers okay, that are I'm all gonna, pointing guns at us. Spell. I'm casting a duck spell. <laughs> so, the, so the last thing that the soldiers had said, they started talking to each other. And they, one of them had asked the Sarge, I think it was the Sarge, had asked them what it is that they do. And the Sarge had replied back that they follow orders. And they had, that's when they had charged their guns up. So what do you do? Wait, wait, wait. We are royalty. Do what we say. Now go pee in the woods over there. <laughs> wait, what? She's giving them orders to follow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you, so it sounded like both of you wanted to do something. So I want the two of you to roll initiative, and we'll see which one oh, of you goes first. Rock, paper, scissors instead. Do what? Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> you want to do rock, paper, scissors instead? <laughs> yeah, that's an easier way. Okay, rock. Okay, fine. Rock, paper, scissors. Go for it. Dana, you knew she was going to choose scissors, and so I didn't. So I tried not to. Birdie won with scissors. All right, Birdie, what are you going to do? Okay, I am going to tell. And rock, and you have to pee in the woods over there. Even if you don't have to, you just drink a lot of whiskey or something. So you have to. Yeah. All right. So um, this sounds like a persuasion roll that you're trying to do. Whenever I get, I have to deal with it because. Well, wh what's the, what's the plus zero? Oh, plus zero. Okay. And I got a natural that twenty. Nat twenty. Wow. <laughs> Boom. Wow. <laughs> well, Alright, so g g Galaxy So th this works out pretty well <laughs> And I didn't even She won Funny, I'm sorry. Oh. It's so funny. Like, she got a nice 20 to tell him, go pee in the woods. <laughs> I have tears. So, Galaxy, you sum up all of your wizard and royal background authority into every step that you take forward. Yeah. And you jump it forward in, in, in a very strong, steady, authoritative voice. You say, stop. Stop it. Go pee in the woods. <laughs> Stop it. Go pee in the woods like a good boy. Ow. So their their guns lower. So so all of the soldiers, they all seem to look at one other soldier who you think is the Sarge. 
and they all look to him for for direction and he's yeah it's hard to see their faces because they're kind of they're kind of camouflaged and one thing that i should point out right now too is that when you look at them your eyes have the tendency to slip off of them it's like it's almost like the you can kind of see the forest and the foliage behind them without actually seeing their face. So you can kind of see like the outline of these figures that are there, but it's it's very blurry. It's very very camouflaged and blending into to the background. I need everybody to roll a perception. Check. I'm super good with perception. I get six plus. Oh, holy cow! A fourteen. Is that with your plus six? Nineteen. Okay. Nineteen. Nine. Okay. Galaxy, you notice that a number of the soldiers tense up in a weird way. And they stand up straight. And part of their camouflage actually comes off of them. And so now you can start seeing their faces. And they've got helmets on. Um, they've got little goggles and eyepieces on them. And there's there's microphones that are on them. You know, it's just it's high-tech gear that they're, that they're wearing. And... These, these people that stood up, these soldiers that stood up, and you hear three of them say more to themselves than anything, yes, master. And that's when those three soldiers point their guns at the other soldiers. And all three of you hear Guy say, oh, no, I thought I killed that thing. And that's when you hear a roar behind you that's of a large creature that's starting to trample through the swamp. So I'm going to need everyone to roll initiative. I'm doing super bad. 23. Really? 23? My gosh. Eight. I meant, wait, is it? No, 22 I meant. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that makes a huge difference. (laughs) Eight. I got an eight. All right. Mimi got an eight. Dave got a six. Guy gets an 11. Galaxy, you you are first. So you turn around at this roar and you see this large blue amphibious looking creature with a gigantic circular mouth on it that's filled with row after row after row of teeth. And it's got three large black eyes. Yeah, let let me pull out the picture. That's it, right there. Crazy. This is an aboleth. Are they pretty strong? Yes, these these things are, are very powerful. And you remember seeing this creature once before, is when we were outside of Dave's hometown, there was a blue portal that had opened up that Guy had ran through, and he was being chased by a big blue creature. I remember that. Oh, yeah. I and loved that, that, how it just was like this little blip. It just happened. <laughs> like I'm like, oh, this is a new twist. Oh nope, okay. Like, oh, it's awesome. back. It's back, guy. I'm oh, And guy, oh no, I thought we killed this. That's awesome. Alright, so right. so Galaxy, one thing I want you to do before you take your action, I want you to roll an arcana check. Let's see let's see okay. what magical knowledge you have on this kind of creature. Ooh, good roll. Uh so so twenty three. Wow, okay. Yeah. Are we starting to get to that Up point top, girl. in the game and with our characters where I really have to start making I mean, she things. had a plus six on that. Okay. She rolled a 17. So, I mean, okay. she could have had as low. She can roll as low as a, I mean, I guess a nat one's a nat one. But Daddy, what are you going to say? Like, we have to start making things. I, I'm just wondering if I need to start making things a lot harder. Why? Because um, you get more and more, you know, proficient with your skills. 
And so then, if he keeps the the the, the level you die. have to get to the same, then you're just gonna pass. But everything. of course, I am marching you all towards a battle with an ancient black dragon. <laughs> <laughs> no, no thing. That was a really good Arcana check that you had there, Birdie. So you know that an Abolith has mind control powers. And you suspect that's what's happening with some of these soldiers, is that the Abolith had gotten a control of their of their minds. Uh, you also know that the Abolith does have some really nasty tricks up its sleeves if you touch it or if you physically get hit by it. Mm-hmm. So you so you know to try and keep your distance. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm just like, I'm going to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> so, gonna... Alright, so Galaxy, so you've got all this information now, so you turn around, you know that the soldiers behind you, there's a couple of them anywhere, they're being controlled by the Abolith. You see the Abolith coming towards us. So I'll say that the Abolith is about, about 100 feet away. So Galaxy, what is it that you want to do? I'm going to do the beautiful tongues. You're gonna to cast tongues. I'm gonna to talk with him like, why are you here? Because you got such a good roll on your Arcana check, um, you know that the the Abolith doesn't actually speak a language. I'm gonna fly up to him and use my quarter staff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Remember from from your Arcana check, you know that. There's some really bad, nasty stuff that happens if you get really <gasps> close it, to this isn't creature. Is it like the thing in Guardians of the Galaxy? Is that it, the thing? It's kind of like that, sure. In Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Is it like that? It's kind of like that, yeah. Okay. So, Galaxy, you can do what, whatever you want, but just as a reminder from your arcana check, you know that if you get close to the thing, that there's bad stuff that's going to happen. You don't remember exactly what it is, but it's super bad stuff if you, if you touch this thing or if it touches you. And you know that it can't speak, but you do know that this is a very powerful creature. You know what? Ice cream cake! That's your that's your bonus action, so your magical shield flies off of your back and is in front of you, so that it, so now your armor class Wait, is higher. Wait, you don't have that spell. No, it's not a spell, it's a magical item. Okay, so now your armor class is better, now that you have this floating shield in front of you, that's good. So now, you've got your regular action to do. Magic missile or something. I have a question. <gasps> I have a fireball. Ooh. Daddy, I have Ooh, a question. This is a perfect um, time to use fireball. What, like, um, with my cape, like cloak, what does it do again? It uh, raises your armor class. Oh my gosh, it's an 86. Yeah, 8d6. It's a lot. So I have to write, roll six of these. Six of the sixes or? Six? Eight of those. Oh, can I use some of you guys's? Yeah, where's the, where's the bag? Roll them. D twenty. Yeah, no, you don't roll a D twenty. You don't have to roll a D twenty. So it hits automatically. Yeah, it hits automatically. <gasps> he has to. So this creature has to roll a dexterity saving throw, and even if it makes it, it still takes half damage. Does it? Did it pass? It did Wait. not pass. Yes. Uh, Nineteen. I forgot. That's it. Yeah. Nineteen. Wow. But plus your spell modifier at least. Oh. Right? No. Oh no, that's right. That's right. Wait, I didn't do my spell modifier. No, you, no, don't. you don't. You use your spell modifier. Sorry. 19. Wow, that's a bummer of a roll. What? 19 is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah, we, yeah, we should stop the hating. It's yeah. still You're right. good, <laughs> though. I'm going to use that again, should I? You totally should use uh, that again. Yes. So I can use these as many as I can? As um, Well, as long as you have spell slots. Well, yeah. I mean, so oh, it's a third level spell, more. so you could use it two times. So I, have a, I can use it one more. So, so that was Galaxy. So who's next? Hey, no, 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 guy, guy. 
No, nope. It's the the Abolith is next. He's totally gonna attack me, but I have ice cream cake on me. So what is that magical item again, Birdie? It's a sh magic shield. So is it just like it just chills in another dimension until you say the power word, or do you have a different object that you carry with you? No, I just say the word, and, and it appears. It gives it gives me two more for our one class. Oh, cool! So I get All fifteen right. now. I love that ice cream cake. Is the power word for it? <laughs> I should have had a bacon. The big fireball slams into the obelith and it screams and it quickens its pace as it, it's clawing towards us. I can imagine that scream. Oh. <laughs> so the, the, the obelith is still too far away to attack physically. So, so the the Abolith continues trampling forward, but you can tell on its next round it is going to close the distance on us. All right. Curfew! So next, I'm way older than you, Sam. The soldiers that aren't mind controlled by the Abolith they go next, and there's three of them, so they're equally divided. Three of them are still in control of their faculties; the other three are controlled by by the by the monster. And the three soldiers that still have their wits about them, they see the monster coming towards them and they all point their guns at the monster and they open up fire. These guns that the soldiers have are very powerful. And three of them turn around and pull the triggers and open up full automatic fire. And it is loud. It's explosions that are going on right behind you. And you see flashes of blue light and bolts shooting past you and there are dozens upon dozens upon dozens of bullets that are flying into this Avalith right now and almost every single one is hitting it because it's, it's a large creature and there's blood and the blue oh. guts that are pouring out of this oh. thing it's not dead yet but it the the Avalith is definitely bloody now. reminds me of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. So now it's not a big part. So the, so the good soldiers, they turned to face the, the imminent threat from this monster. But now the bad soldiers, they still have their guns trained on the good soldiers, and they open up fire on the good soldiers as well. So the bad soldiers that are still being mind controlled by the Avalith, they open up fire with their own weapons on the other soldiers that shot at the Avalith. And they get they get hit pretty good, but no nobody's killed. Everyone's still up at this point. All right, so now it's now it's Guy's turn. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> like it's there's a, there's a lot of people in this fight. I'm, I, my apologies for that. How dare you get so Guy's like he starts fiddling around with the gun in his hand. He's like, okay, let's uh let's see how this this thing works. So Guy starts messing around um, with his with his gun. And it goes off, and there is this large pulse of... It's a red laser beam that shoots out of the top of it, out of the barrel of the gun. And you get the impression that it went off before Guy was ready, because it shoots up above the abolith, missing it by about 20 feet, and cuts a big hole through the leaves and branches and trees in the, in the canopy above. And he just goes... Oops. <laughs> Mimi, it is your turn. We mean we mean the egg is the wall. Okay, this can be the biggest thing. I'm gonna summon You're gonna Bobby. summon You're gonna summon ducks. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, what am I summoning? 
Martin's like, oh, so cute. And he's like, so and he's like if, you, if you want to try that, we could try it. Try, I'd, I'd try, make the, it, the monster it. roll a will check for cuteness. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Just do like, it. <laughs> and then he's Killing like, puppies when he tries to pet him. <laughs> and he's like, what? How, How about Flaming Spear? I think it's a great How about baby dragons? All right, you cast Flaming Spear. And uh, Flaming Spear, it gets a dexterity check, right? And what level are you casting that spell at? Dexterity So are you going to cast it at third level? Because if you cast it at third level, then it's 3d6 of fire damage. Yes, I'm going to cast it. Okay, so he has to make a dexterity saving throw, which is not his strong suit because he's a amphibious large monster that's out of water. Okay. And what's your spell save, DC? We've hardly done anything. Um, 14 and up. 14. We've hardly done it. It makes it? It does actually make it. So roll your damage and it's going to take half damage. And we got ourselves 11. 11? So he takes 5. But, 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 no, 6. 6. Nope. I round it down. (laughs) DM rules over here. (laughs) DM rules. All right, so you cast your flaming sphere and you shoot it out at the envelope and it slams into it. Um,. But it does actually manage to, like, snake its body around it. Uh, so it doesn't take the full brunt of the damage, but it still takes some damage from, from the heat. He's like, that didn't hurt. Bring one. You know what you should do? You should turn into a bear and eat his foot off. No, remember, if you touch him. All right, Dave, it's your turn. Okay, so I think that Dave is going to cast Sacred Flame, which is also a dexterity saving throw. Okay. <laughs> and he makes this one, too. Look. Well, I rolled... Uh, 13, 13 for my damage. Okay. So it's just unfortunately you guys are attacking the most dexterous <laughs> Abolith. Uh, Abolith that has ever I existed. Did. I think I do. Okay, so it is a flame-like radiance that descends on the creature like from the sky. Flame. Right? It's like a, like the, the clouds opened up and lights from the heavens came down on top of it and burned it and the, the Abolith screams out in pain again. But does manage to to de- move out of the way and takes um, half damage for that. All right, that is everybody. That was round one. Oh snap! Galaxy, yes, you are next. You know what I'm gonna do? Guess <laughs> what I'm gonna do? If you Something. say mage hand, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna tickle him till till he falls down. You gonna use mage hand to tickle him? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, then my mage hand will probably get brainwashed and fall. <laughs> okay. Boom. So mage hand, the the incorporeal magical glowing mage hand appears in, uh, ahead of you, and you shoot it out, and it moves quickly over to the abolith side, and you start wiggling its fingers. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it does. I I gave him advantage on the on the will check for for you know evading the tickling. He passed. So at first it was it was like a three, and then the second one was a twenty. So it's like <laughs> so the the Abolith does not notice your mage hand or tickling at all. I'm gonna punch him now. Nope. Nope. That's your turn. That's your turn. All right. So now it is the Abolith's turn. So it now has closed the distance on you. Well, actually, he's going to go after all three of you because that's what this kind of monster can do. Which three? All three of you. 
Well, it's, oh, actually, I'm sorry. So it's going to go after Guy, and then it's going to go after... It's going to go after Dave. Yes. And then it's going to go after Galaxy. So the first attack, a tentacle comes flying out. So it's going to be three tentacles that come out from this thing. And one is going to go after uh, Galaxy, Dave, and Guy. And the first one, a guy misses. Yes. Ice cream cake! No, your shield is already up. Oh, yeah. Its tentacle shoots out towards you, and your shield easily blocks it, and it slams into the ground. And it misses Dave, too. So the three attacks come out, and none of them hit any of you. Yeah, yeah. So it just hits my shield. And it roars out in frustration again. All right, so now it's the soldiers are going up, but now their attention is back to the bad soldiers. They return fire on the mind-controlled soldiers. Uh, but because there's the monster that's there, and they had the whip back, and they got caught off guard, they didn't get their attacks in as well as the, the mind-controlled soldiers. And the and now it's the mind-controlled soldiers' turn, and so they they're just shooting back and forth at each other at close combat, full automatic weapons. Do they die? That's scary. Oh boy! And the mind-controlled soldiers definitely seem to be getting the better in this battle. Well, now there's only two soldiers, because one of the good soldiers uh, falls to the ground, dead. Oh, boy. And a second one goes unconscious. Goes A second one goes unconscious as well. Of our good guys? Yeah, of the good guys. And... Give them first aid. Oh, and the third one. Oh, man. They are... Yeah, they are, the good soldiers are not looking really good right now. And you know, if all the good soldiers go down... The bad soldiers that are mind-controlled are probably going to then turn their guns on you. So, and just to point out, the, the Aboleth is not looking great right now. It's looking really, really beat up. And I think if we can take out the Aboleth, then the mind control will end. Mimi, your turn. Really? Yes. So, I'm going to do... So, I still have flaming spear. I can move around. Yep, you can move that with but a bonus action. But I'm going to use another spell, too. Could I do entangle? You could do entangle, but it's right in the middle of all of us. So it would be it would be very difficult for you to entangle the Aboleth and not get us as well. I wish we had Thor's hammer right now. Mjolnir? Mjolnir. <laughs> yeah, so then we go, bam, come back to us. There is actually a magical hammer Ooh. in Dungeons and Dragons that does that. Can I have it? <laughs> it's, um, I believe only a dwarf character can wield it. Uh, that's awesome. Could that's I do Lodox Spear? Dun, dun, dun! You, you could, and then, but the flaming spear would then go away. So you could do your bonus action to slam the flaming spear into it, and then cast your summon animals. And then, but the then you wouldn't be able to attack with the flaming spear. No, anymore. it's called conjure animals. Conjure animals. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do that. But then I have no more level three. All right, so the Avalith does not make his dexterity saving throw. Uh, 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 so roll three d six because you did cast this at a level three. Seven. Seven. Okay. All right, so then you're going to cast Summon Animals. What, uh... It's Conjure Animals. Or Conjure Animals, thank you. What animals are you going to conjure? Ducks! Ducks, I'm kidding. <laughs> Eight ducks appear, and they all quack angrily at the Aboleth. <laughs> and then they hit his... I'm going to roll to see if he resists the quacking. <laughs> no, no, I'm not choosing ducks. 
I know. <laughs> hmm. Can I do a dinosaur? Um, what challenge rating is a dinosaur? I have no idea. I don't know. And have you ever seen a dinosaur? Yeah. yeah, you have to. I went to a zoo. Well, remember? Actually, I don't know if that applies to this spell, actually, because uh, I know that for her to change into an animal, she has to have seen it. it. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know about this one. But I did see a dinosaur in the zoo once when I was hmm, probably like. <laughs> you did not see a dinosaur <laughs> at the zoo. True. <laughs> She's so matter of fact. She saw a stuffed dinosaur. Yeah, I saw a stuffed dinosaur. So that's a dinosaur. All right. So, well, with conjure animals, you have a, you have a choice. Uh, so the, you can conjure one beast of a challenge rating two or lower. A dinosaur? A, well, let me get the monster's manual. dinosaur is in the monster's manual, but we'll find out. Dinosaur! You have a T-Rex! Oh, no, what? If he touches them, he just disappears right away. Oh, my gosh. Whoa. Um, she could do a dinosaur? You can, you, an, an Allosaurus is a challenge rating of two. An Allosaurus... The Allosaurus is a predator possessing great size, strength, and speed. It can run down almost any prey over open ground, pouncing to pull creatures down with its wicked claws. Cool. So this, so this kind of creature, I an Allosaurus, I guess it's kind of like a Velociraptor, maybe. Sure. It is a large. No, it's a large beast. It's bigger than a raptor. So, so, Mimi, do you want to summon a dinosaur? <laughs> yeah, I want to. the dinosaur touches the creature will he die no oh. well you don't know what happens when you touch the the creature you just know it's not good so he will be your model all right so you summon an allosaurus <laughs> i don't know what an allosaurus <laughs> it's, is. it's like a dinosaur it's like a miniature t-rex oh, um but except it has longer arms sure it can do push-ups sam Ooh. roll a roll initiative for the allosaurus Ooh. Six. So a six. Six plus one, so it got a seven. Really? So that means it will go right after Mimi. That awesome. works out perfectly. That's awesome. All right. So so Mimi, there's this dinosaur that's standing in front of you, looking at you, waiting to be told what to do. Go destroy that creature. All right. So and it, I'm pointing at Dave. <laughs> 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 All right, Dave. The dinosaur looks at you. No. Joking! Kill that monster. <laughs> All right, so its head whips around, and it opens oh. its mouth. It goes, and then it leaps out at the at the aboleth and attacks. Awesome. Oh, and it does it does hit with its bite attack. Mimi, nice. roll me two d ten plus four. Is this a or No, that's a twelve sider. Is this a tenner? Yes. Yes. Roll two of those, and then add four to it. Yes. So eighteen points. So you did twenty-two. So the dinosaur did twenty-two points of damage. Wow. wow. Better than but me. Is he, is he still alive? It, yes, the aboleth creature is still alive. So now. No, 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 no. My dinosaur. Yes, your dinosaur is still alive. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna call him Marlin. Marlin. <laughs> wow. All right, so Dave, it's your turn. Okay. What are you going to do to follow that up? I know. Well, what I'm going to do to follow yeah, that so up is I'm going to strike it with my hammer, but use one of the charges for the elemental. Wait, you don't have a hammer. Yes, I do. No, you don't. You have a mace. A mace. I always forget. I'm sorry. So I get a 23 for my attack. That, that will definitely hit. So then just the normal damage, five 
bludgeoning from a magical weapon, obviously, and then I roll 46 for... For the lightning damage. So that's 13. Ooh. Okay. So Dave, you run up and you hit it with your mace. You do a ton of damage. This thing looks like it's about ready to drop. I need you to roll a constitution saving throw. 11. 11? Okay, so girls, this is going to be interesting here. So Dave, you are... You ran forward and you hit the abolith with your with your mace and some of the slime and gunk flew off of it and landed on you and it started burning into your skin you are now diseased for the next three hours and so you need some kind of like cure disease spell for that which i have one though you feel your throat start to constrict and you're having a lot of trouble breathing Uh-oh. now. So now... It's Mimi's turn. No, now, Galaxy, it's your turn. What? Yep, we're back to the top of the order. So what are you going to do, Galaxy? Magic missile. Good choice, because yes. that's an automatic level, hit. Agreed. Level two. Level nice. two? So that means it'd be that four. Yep, okay. it'd be four bolts. So my 20 standard? Nope, you remember, it yeah. hits automatically, and so... It's just a D4 it, a pop? Okay, it's D4 plus one. I'm doing oh, this nice. Marlin. Good boy, Marlin. So, Good boy, Birdie, boy. you need to roll yeah. a D4 plus one, and you need to do that four times. Oh, you rolled a one, and that yeah. was plus one, and that made 15 total, not 11. Oh. So 15. Yeah. High five. So you kill the obelisk. Nice. Yes. Do I get experience? We're all going to get experience for this. This is a, this is a big kill. That's this is a big kill. Although you will have to uh, spread it around with the with guy and the soldiers. Hey. <laughs> hey guys, I got a good idea. Let's eat this monster for wait, wait, dinner. The fight's not over yet. Oh, oh, they're still mind controlled. Well, it's for for this round. Remember, because each round oh. kind of it's like it's a six second span. Right. So they're all still going right now. Jerks. All right. So that was that was Galaxy. Galaxy took down the creature. The good soldiers, they open up fire on what well, the one good soldier that's left. He opens up fire, and he kills one of the the mind controlled soldiers. So there's three of them that are left, and so now it is the bad soldier's turn. But now that the obelith was killed, they shake their heads and they get out of it. Um, what happened? I said now pee in the wo- now pee in the woods. <laughs> So after that, the the woods are the swamp is now eerily silent because now there's no longer this huge roaring monster or all this automatic gunfire coming out behind you or fireballs going off. No, you only and Dave, you can't breathe. Yeah, you you drop to the ground to your knees. You you can't get a breath. Sam, do your um. What do you do? First aid. Okay, yeah. ro- roll first aid. Wait, is that medicine? Uh, yes, medicine. I'm really good with medicine. Good. Like, I have six plus. And I got 11, 11. You got 11? In total. Oh, oh. All right, so you run over to Dave, who's grasping at his throat right now. He can't breathe at the moment. And you go over and you start checking him, and there's, you can't tell what's why he can't breathe. I'm doing it again. I'm checking it again. Nope, you can't check it again. What? Galaxy, what? What do you want to do? 
I don't have any healing spells. Ooh. <laughs> right, but you have a, you have a other skills that you could potentially roll to see if they get you more information than what Here, you already had. Eat some rhubarb pie. <clears throat> <laughs> that's that's not a skill. So I'm thinking like you I you could roll another arcana check. I'll do that. Wait, I'll why can't I then roll a well, medicine check? Well, you got to roll something, so I'm just giving her a chance to try and do After something. After I can roll another medicine. Maybe. Because I want to give Dave a chance to try and do something too. What did you? Twenty four. For for what did you roll? For what skill? I. Arcana. You rolled an arcana check? Okay. No, that makes sense because you knew... I had an 18 plus 6. You know a lot about the the Aboleth from your wizardry studies. Wow. And you know that if someone becomes diseased after touching an Aboleth, they 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 get a very unique and interesting disease in that they have to breathe water. Water in my backpack. <laughs> so what for the next three hours? I for totally the next three hours, you I have totally, to breathe water unless you could be cured of the disease. I totally have some water. Oh. I totally have some water. I just so we we are in a swampy area, so there are some shallow pools that you could. So this is I'm saying this to Galaxy. So Galaxy, you look yeah. around and you see that mm-hmm. there are some shallow swampy pools around, and Dave's not big that he could potentially climb into. And be able to to breathe again once he's in the water. Here, I have a water, some water, a water bottle. Here, drink some. I don't need to drink it. I need to breathe it. Oh, then put it up to your nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just told you that Dave needs to go underwater. Oh, then splash it over your yourself. There you <laughs> go. go. Breathe for a second. So I splash some water over myself, and I still can't breathe. Okay, go to the pond and I spank your little butt <laughs> to get in there. <laughs> So, so you, you drag him over to this shallow pool of water. Well, I spank him you, there. You spank, you spank his butt on the way over to the shallow water. And you, you, and you climb in and it's... And once you climb into the water, you can finally... You can Crazy. breathe again. What are we, should we take a short rest? That's what I was going to say. All right, I guess short rest while I uh, let this disease run its course. What? So is he going to sleep underwater? So, so, da- so Dave's underwater just... You're looking up at them staring down at you is right this, now. Is this face underwater? Yeah, he's completely underwater. No, no, no. And no, we take a short rest and you just hear... See bubbles going up. So you get Dave underwater and it looks like he can breathe now. But he's sitting tight at the bottom of this shallow pool. And that's when you hear movement behind you girls. The sold there's still soldiers that that are alive after that fight and they're they're moving about right now you can hear them shuffling and they're talking to each other and they're they're upset about what just happened and one of them is like freaking out a little bit they're just like oh. Sarge what what Sarge no because Sarge died he's not just knocked out I can't heal everyone Mm-mm. I go up there and I'm like okay what's going on here. And the one soldier, he he points his gun at you, <gasps> and he says, "What did you do?" I did nothing. Can you roll a? Wait, I can totally save Sarge. I suppose you could. And I feel like Dave would. Dave could save your Sarge. <laughs> Sarge, Sarge, Sarge. Your corn starch. He can save your corn starch. <laughs> Let's call him that now, corn starch. He can he can save your leader. Can you roll a 
So I could do Spare the Dying, which would just Car- stabilize them. Or I could do Revivify. Uh, is there a spoken component of that spell? Of Revivify? Yeah. Come on, Daddy. Probably. Can I do it? Can, can I do it? Do yep. it, do it, do it, do it, do Could you cast it underwater? I don't see why not. Okay. They'd have to be brought over to you, though. Let's see. Here, come with me and I can save your leader. I need to roll Persuasion. Persuasion is when I'm really bad at so yay. Woo-hoo! 16. 16? So he, he lowers his gun and he says, y- your friend can really, can save him? Yeah. Um, he here. sees a little hand put up, s- put the symbol of Mishkal up above the water. <laughs> and like, Hello. And here, bring your leader and come here. All right. So he, he reaches down and he, and he grabs the, the limp body of Sarge that's on the ground and he starts pulling him by by his shoulder. And I help, but I help him like this is so, he's so light. <laughs> roll, roll a strength check for me. I got a 15. A 15? Can yeah. I do two? I guess it is really easy peasy. Can I do two? Sure, why not? You're going to help? So the soldiers that are left, when they see one of them starts dragging Sarge over, they start dragging all the bodies well, over. So I could bring two of them back to life. Okay. At least bring the... But then if something Sarge. happens to one of us before a long rest... Well, that, one of them, I should say. Yeah, one of the girls. That, that's your call. I feel like Dave would do it. Because he's a servant of Mishkal. He wouldn't think, well, I better not spare one of these guys in case I need to. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. just don't feel like that would. And they did help out in this fight. Exactly. So. So you girls, you help the soldiers drag the bodies over to the little little pool of water that Dave is sitting in right now. Just laying on his back. Just looking up through the water right now. Breathing the water because he's got this disease for the next couple of hours. And you see his little halfling hand come out. And... He touches the first body that's by him. So how does this how does this spell work? You yeah. touch a creature that has died within the last minute. That creature returns to life with one hit point. So so how do, what does it look like when you so your hand reaches out and you touch the arm of the first soldier that they brought back, supposedly Sarge. So I picture it so I'd have one hand on my symbol of Mishkal and that would glow. And then I don't know if some light would come down from heaven or maybe some that glow would go through like through my one arm to my other arm and fill that person and then they would Sure. We can say that's the way it works. Yeah, okay. okay. Welcome. I, I like that sound effect. It's like they, they they clear their lungs from the fluid and the other stuff that started getting yep. in there from, from the fight and Sarge comes back to life. And the other soldier's like, Oh my god, oh my god, Sarge! Sarge, you're alive! You're alive, Sarge! And he's like, okay, okay, do, do, um, do you, you need, you, you need to bring Harvey back now. Bring Harvey back. Okay, I, I do not, the spell again on, or the prayer about the other guy? Harvey this time. Zaz, zaz, zaz. What about the other guy? I won't be able to bring and the three of them. And Harvey comes back, very similar. He starts going, Harvey, Harvey, you did it. You're back. You're back. Okay. Now bring Percy back. Sorry. Dave gets all sad and is like, I can't, you know, he's tried, he tries to say I can't, but he's underwater. So it's. Bubbles uh-huh. come up from your mouth. And you see Dave do this. He's just like shaking his head. He's got his arms up underwater. And, and I say that he has to spell and that's all he can do. Sam, can you... I mean, what, what, I what do you mean that's all he can do? He, he did it twice. Just one more time. He, can't, he can only do it twice. Here, um, after we have a short rest, I can maybe cast, I can maybe cast a spell. He sits down on the ground, and 
he starts crying. This, uh, you get the impression that this is this is just one more thing, one more bad thing, and a very bad day for for these soldiers and what they went through. Can you just give Dave an extra? <laughs> Please. Oh, that's so nice. I don't want people to die, but sometimes they have to because they're jerks. <laughs> <laughs> the two soldiers that you brought back, they have one hit point, right? Mm, yep. Okay. So they so they can they'd be so able to I move can around. Cast a, I can cure people too. Well, they start moving away from from the little pool of water that you're in, and they start. They're all upset. Some of them are are crying, and they're they're starting to gather their stuff together, and. They're they're downtrodden and depressed, but they've sort of forgotten about you guys now. They're Wait. they're leaving. Wait, we can do it just for te- we just need a short rest. No, we can't. And I mean, I could it. heal everyone, including them, on some hit points if they came back to the pool. But but they're they come back? Well, no, it's just like they don't know that, and right. you can't talk to can't, them right, right now. Right. So so girls, you know that Dave could heal them up some more. He, Wait, guys! You, Dave can heal you guys. He can heal you guys. Who's Dave? The person underwater. He can heal us. Yeah. The the symbol of Mishkal comes back up on the water <laughs> again in a little hand. They look at each other. They look at Sarge, and Sarge he's there. He's tired. He's ashen and and white, and but you know he's he's alive. He's thrilled to be alive. And and he says, "Could you heal somebody else for us?" Like who? This has just been a disaster ever since we came out here and we came across this lizard guy and we don't we don't want him with us anymore. Can you heal him and take him with you? I can do both. Why do they not want Percy? You're wait wait, what's that lizard person? Like why would we heal the lizard person? Because they're asking us to. Heal and then take him with us. Yeah, we we don't want him with us. But will you stay for per- with Percy? Well, we can do it. We just Birdie, we you know, lady, we've been through enough. No, Honestly, we don't want to have anything else to do with you people. You need a short rest. You ah. want to get healed? Whatever, that's fine. I saved my spell slot. Dummies. So you two girls, I want you both to roll an insight check. I'm gonna be terrible at this. Um, natural 20! You got it. Oh, geez. That's two in one adventure so far. That's awesome. 17. Nice. All right, so so Galaxy, so a couple of things occur to you. Why? Wait, I got a 17. Is that good but, enough? But she got a natural she got 20. A, she got so a natural, she's gonna natural 20. Eight plus one, so 21. So it suddenly dawns oh, on you no that this lizard guy that they're talking about, this is Jed that they have. <gasps> They have Jed with them, and they're asking us to heal him and take him with you. Oh, yeah, we can take him. Now, the other thing that both of you remember, you realize that these are Atlantean soldiers. Um, and you have that blue glowing holocube that Doc gave us. I pull out my cube and, like, and show them. And Sarge, his... His chin drops to his chest. And he says, you have one too? Does everyone <laughs> have one of those stupid things? Do you? No. 
Do you even know what's on that? What? And he walks towards you. And he pushes his button into a small little button on, on the top of it. And this glowing image of a man appears. And it's a 3D hologram that appears above the cube. It's a... Uh, okay, yeah, here, let, let me read the description I wrote out for this. So, above the holocube appears a glowing 3D image of an older, well-dressed man. On his chest are dozens of medals showing decoration for past service and other adornments showing his high station. He has white hair and a thick, waxed, white handlebar mustache. <gasps> on his, <laughs> on his nose... Rests impossibly thin glasses that give off a flash of reflective light. He says in the message, This is a message from Lord General Escobar Sanchez. Whomever is carrying this message is under my protection and, by extension, the protection of all the Atlantean armed forces. Under no, no circumstances are the individuals that carry this message to be harmed or impeded on whatever endeavor they are undertaking. If they are in need of aid, you will provide what resources that you can, even at the risk of your current mission or orders. These individuals take precedence. I realize that the vagueness of this message has the potential to make your lives very difficult, <laughs> and I apologize for that. As Atlanteans, I trust that you will honor the commitments and oaths that you took. Your service and sacrifice will always be remembered. And the image disappears. And Sarge says, Fine. Come with us. But Wait. I can't leave the pool. <sighs> well, we don't have to. Sarge snaps his fingers. Guys, stay stay here with him until he's... When's he going to come out of there? In like two hours. <sighs> All right. Boys, we'll, we'll bring you some snacks back. Just stay put. Stay Let frosty. Let me heal you. Thank, thank you. So you, you stick your arm out and wave. And, okay, Sarge, Sarge comes over. Did he bring every, was everyone over by me? No, no, it's just him. I'm like... <laughs> He's like, okay, guys, come here, come here. He gets, he gets all the soldiers over there. Okay, and then I do prayer of healing. So the It works on up to six creatures. Oh, wow, that many. So I can heal everybody. Even there's well, there's five the of them. Even the dead person? Oh, there's five of them. Okay, well, I'll do it on them and Dave. Because did Dave take... Or did Guy take damage? Guy did not take any damage. Okay, so I did, the dead I did not take Did either of you take damage? I did Okay, I didn't take any damage How either, about the actually. the dead person? You could give him a little bit. No, it doesn't work that way. Well, um, You have to bring him back to life. Okay, so then I just cast it on them. And I said, if as a thank you gift. As, as a thank you. They all get 20 hit points. Oh, wow. As a thank you gift. So one of them actually gets back up to, to full hit points. One of them is practically at full. And, well... The, all the others are, you know, they were at one hit point before, so any improvement beyond yeah, that is definitely is is welcome. So the magical light shoots out of your tiny little hands that are sticking out of the pool of water, <laughs> and this wave of healing light washes over everyone in the group, and the soldiers, there's they, their holes and cuts and scrapes get knitted and healed back up, but visually their spirits seem to be to be raised. And they seem to be in, in much better moods than what they were. And Sarge says, wow. Wow. Thanks. Dave, right? Yeah, Sarge. Um, all right, boys. Uh, stay here. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll send some grub back for you. But uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's bring these folks back. Let's bring these girls back to, to camp with us so they can uh, 
so we can figure out what to do next. Do you have a pond, a pool by you? No, we don't. Oh, uh, then we're staying here for a little bit. Well, Dave can, but I want to go. Yeah, I'm done with these folks. So, <laughs> Galaxy, you're going to stay at the pool with, with Dave? Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. All right, so, so Mimi, you go with Sarge and one other soldier. So you, you go with Sarge and we'll say, you go with Sarge and Harvey. And so they, they take you about 100 feet away and they bring you to their campsite. And the first thing that jumps out at you at their There's campsite- There's a bar shack. Is that they? There is a small jet airplane. I'm like, I wanted one of these since I was 42. Well, you would have no, you would have no idea what it is. It's it's a large metallic looking mechanism. So they yeah. they lead you into the camp and they pull back some camouflage like blankets and sheets and nets. That they, they pulled down uh, that they had set up around trees that slightly covered covered the area. And when you move past these, that's when you see their campsite and you see their jet that, the that's sitting there. And the bar shack cool. in it. There's and the a what? Ba- there's a bar shack in the pool. A bar shack? What's a bar shack? Welcome to the bar shack. Da, da. Okay, it's, it's like a, a bar. Oh, a bar. Oh, no. It's just a little shack that they built. <laughs> No, their 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 first priority was not to build a bar. No, 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 they built a little bar and then they built the turbo jet. So he he leads you into their camp and he leads you up to the jet because the jet is sitting there and it's got more of these camouflage uh, nets and blankets on top of it, and the back hatch of it is down. It's got a ramp that leads up to the inside of it, and he leads you inside. And there are hammocks, and it looks like there are bedrolls that are that are laid out makeshift for. Looks like this is where the surviving soldiers are, are sleeping. And on the floor is Jed, the seven and a half foot tall Jed. dragonborn. And I yell, Jed, how have you been? But he is asleep. And he does not look like he's in very good shape. He is still covered in cuts and he's covered in blood and he is barely breathing. 